This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. Well, it's good to be with you here today in the house, and we're going to get into the uh, Word of God together. I believe that you came to hear. The Bible says in a place they came to hear and be healed, you know, but the end of healing is wholeness. God's desire for our life is wholeness, peace, the kind of peace that only comes from nothing missing and nothing broken. We take that by faith because before the foundations of the world, it's already done. You're not going to ask God for anything between here and eternity and even through eternity that he hadn't already thought of about you and over you and for you. That he hadn't already worked it all out concerning you. That it's already there. That when you get there, you'll find out God went before you. He's already there. Well, just keep on walking, and you'll see God's been working it out. I, I, I love those songs today. Um, I know that they were inspired by the Holy Spirit to be written in the first place, but also for um, the worship team um, to choose those songs today. You know, as coming home, perhaps you can run kind of parallel uh, with me here and, and connect uh, um, I, you know associate with this I was uh, I was coming home today um, early in the morning my routine on Sundays I go down uh, to the farm get things taken care of down there check on everything and you know the verse of scripture I always am believing is that you know like over in Job he said I visit my pastures and there's nothing amiss Amen. Nothing amiss. Nothing. All is well. Even when it's not well, it's still all is well. Amen. Because God works it out. Uh, but anyway, uh, it's a wonderful place of peace. But I, I was, uh, you know, I was, uh, um, got in the truck, I was headed home. And how many of you have ever longingly looked forward to Something that you know God has promised, that you believe that God is working out, but it's it's in your heart, but it's not in your hand yet. Amen. You know what do we do with that? And I remember this thought. You know that I had the feeling, the sense of that. You know God knows our hearts, doesn't he? And he, Jesus, reads our thoughts as well. And our mind is stayed on him, so he still he keeps us in perfect peace. And and, and the Lord reminded me, he said now, um, he said, if I provided if I if I gave you the seed for it, and God's seed is always understand this, God's seed is always wrapped in a, a mini harvest for you. Because we're believing God for seed, right? Because that's how God works. When you when we grow up, we might have we might really want a watermelon, but at some point in time, we realize that watermelons come from watermelon seeds, and we're not just dependent on you know uh, the big box church 
or the big box preacher or the big box place to just go get me one. You know, spend my dime and a little bit of time and voila, there's the watermelon. No, in the kingdom of God, you know, uh, God gives us the seed of his word, the promise. Every seed comes in the form of a small harvest, which should encourage us to realize that God is the Lord of the harvest, but the most important part of every harvest is a seed. <clears throat> and uh, just this thought, two ways. Like if I, if, I, if I gave you the seed, provided the seed for that harvest, don't you think that I will give you the harvest of that seed? It's a two-sided coin. If I gave you the seed for that harvest, the harvest of that seed. Well, they were singing that, said, yes, he did. So, yes, he can. Yes, he did. So, yes, he can. Yes, he did. And I remember, uh, uh, you know, see, don't let it go. Let it grow. Don't what let go. He says this in Isaiah 55. He said, I don't think the way you think. The way you work isn't the way I work. God's decree. For as the sky soars high above earth, so the way I work surpasses the way you work, and the way I think is beyond the way you think. Just as rain and snow descend from the skies and don't go back until they've watered the earth doing their work of making things grow and blossom producing seed for farmers and food for the hungry so will the words that come out of my mouth not come back empty-handed they'll do the work I sent them to do they'll complete the assignment I gave them so you'll go out with joy he that bears precious seed with weeping, the Bible says, shall come again rejoicing, bringing his harvest with him. Well, you're going to have to catch this because I don't have much uh, time. But, you know, out of my heart, I said, uh, when the Lord made that uh, impression upon me, just that thought came to me. And I knew it was a God thought. It was a higher thought than just longing and needing and wanting the harvest. You know, all year we believe God for seed. We sowed that seed into, uh, into missions. We put, we, we put what God was doing first, and God told us what to believe for a harvest for our own life, which in turn will free us up to do even, uh, even more uh, where God is concerned. That's how harvests work. They don't just come so that we, can, that we can be blessed. They come so that we can be blessed and be more of a blessing. Are you hearing? So out of my heart, you know, because when you hear the word, faith comes. And so out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Now, you know, all year long I've been believing God for seed. My seed our seed is in the ground. God, may, God helped us to do what, what we promised that we would do based on what he promised he would do. You know, Jacob said, if you will, I will. And God did. Are you listening? Amen. So out of my heart, I just said, you know what, Lord, I just thank you uh, that you're lording my, and I named my harvest, and, and attached to it is freedom and deliverance and a destruction of some things that, uh, you know, 
seem unbreakable, unmovable, but out of the impossible we see miracles. Amen. Well, that's all free. You ready for the word today? You know, you just, I'll tell you, I wish, I I probably should preach a a series. You know, I got to be careful not to get pulled over into preaching because really we need teaching. It's good to be inspired, but we need to be informed and that information needs to become a revelation. Amen. When it finds an application in your life, when it applies to you, when you see how to do it, stay with it till you see how to do it. Uh, there'll be a transformation in your life. Things will change. You'll change, and then things will change. God doesn't change, but things in you will change. Amen. You'll change before the things change. The, the things changing are not going to change you. You got to change on the inside before it ever changes on the outside. Amen. Say this, say, none of these things move me. Well, we need to get that out of the percentage of truth that actually is in your life all the way over where it doesn't matter. None of these things on the outside move me because I've already been moved towards God on the inside. I'm already full. Are you listening? Living in the abundance and the fullness of what... And some of you are going to have to make some decisions about, uh, you need to hear what I'm saying right now. If you didn't get nothing else, you know, we could go home after this. Uh, get, get used to and get ready for even more sorting and settling in your life. Where God is concerned in your measurements. Now some of you are settling, have already settled for far less than God has planned for you. You might want to sort back through there and, uh, you know... And realize that you were created for the greater works. So a lot, of t- a lot of stuff in our life you need to look and say, is that the greater one? Is this the greater thing? Is this, is this the, all the greater that God has for me? If it's not, you might want to sort through that. You might want to re- get some things removed in order that they could be replaced. Because God's always got a greater one. Well, I'll tell you what, and just bump the bucket a little bit, and I'm telling you, stuff that's coming out today is 200 proof. It'll help you. The Lord ain't fooling around with it. Amen. He come to town to do something. I believe, just please, maybe somebody here. I don't really have to spit and let my eyes bug out, my face get red for you to catch this, do I? Is that the anointing? No, I'm going to tell you the anointing is the person of the Holy Spirit who's sitting, hovering right now over top of you. Are you listening? Waiting for the word. Listen, the word's coming, but you need to reach up and take it by faith. Mix some faith with what's being spoken today. Because if somebody, that, that you may get what you came here for. you. Some of you just came casually because that's what we do. But I'm going to tell you, maybe somebody desperate enough that you needed to hear something from God today. Not everything. I didn't come for everyone, but I might be here for anyone. Maybe a someone who said, you know what, God? I live by every word that proceeds out of your mouth. And there's been a time or two in my life where I was at the place where I said, if you don't say something right now, I am not going to make it. I am at the end of where I can go. I have got to have a word from God that works 
for my life. I don't need to have everything. But while it's a coming out, see, are you listening? I got my I got my my scooper, my ladle in the in the pot. I don't need the juice, honey. Give me some meat here. Give me something. Maybe we'll meet each other halfway, maybe. Maybe, you know, I might raise my voice a little if it'll help you to hear better because sometimes, you know, our, 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 our ears get stopped up, don't they? And our, our eyes get dim and, 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 and our hearts grow fat. We think that, you know, I got all that there is, but maybe, you know, maybe some of you have been leaned out, leaned out a little bit and, you know what I mean? The, 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 uh, uh, the, I won't call it the idiot light, but the little light is on and you look down and the needle's in the red and you need to lean a little bit into God today. You need to look, you need to not just sit back in your chair, but you need to lean a little forward into God and be looking and listening intently because He might have something to say today that make, that will make a way for you where there has been no way before. What did He say? I said, what did he say? He said, my word is what I send. And it's going to accomplish the assignment I gave it. What's that assignment to do? Put a seed in hearts that are ready. And then we don't let it go. We let it grow. We water it with praise and thanksgiving. We worship God over it. We thank him. It's a precious thing. And we're going to watch over that. Can God going to make it grow? And I'm going to have the harvest that I desired. Because if he gave me the seed. Yes, he did. Won't he, won't he also? Can he give me a harvest of that seed? Yes, he will. Yes, he can if I hold on to it. Amen. Don't let it go. Let it grow. But remember, you and God are tending the garden together, aren't we? Oh, you might want to get out your hoe and get after them weeds a little bit. <laughs> All that's anyhow. Ruth chapter 4, we're, we're at the end of the rest of Ruth's story, the happy ever after. That was, uh, that was what God had intended all along. You know, heaven is God's happy ever after for you. But you know, you don't have to wait till you get to heaven to begin to experience heaven on earth. You don't have to wait. Didn't Jesus say, he said, it's within you, it's in your midst. He said, the kingdom has come. He told us to pray, kingdom come. And what would that look like? God's will and God's way being done in the earth. God having his way in your life. And you'll be protected and provided for. Right in the middle of all the mess, you're blessed. In spite of the mess, you're still, you have been blessed by God. Oh, I don't know why I did it. Well, we get a little, a little glimpses of that glory. I went because he loved us. Just because he loves us. Just because he is love. Just because he wanted to. He didn't have to, but he wanted to. You know, he didn't have to do anything for me, but he wanted to. I can't hardly wrap my head around that, but my heart says yes. So we are Ruth chapter 4. And it's the last chapter. We see, though, that this began at the story once upon a time, or there was a time back in the day. There are a lot of different ways to say it, but there was a father, a mother, two sons. A family moved. 
and it was seemed like a, a good idea. It was really great at first. They settled in and, you know, began to live life, uh, and uh, the sons uh, married. But that good idea, you know, uh, turned out to not be a God idea. And let me let you know how they got there. See, under pressure of circumstances, there was a famine in life. Don't ever make a move just because of money. Don't ever make a move when you're under the most pressure of natural circumstances and you feel pushed instead of led. Don't make a move then. Don't make a move when you're, when you're tormented and in turmoil except towards God. And find the secret place of his, of the shelter because in there there'll be the, there'll be peace, won't there? Hallelujah. Uh, but they, he, the, the head of the family made a move. You know, it, it seemed reasonable and natural. We also need to realize that, uh, you know, good ideas aren't necessarily God ideas. The father and the two sons eventually died, leaving Naomi, the mother, and the two daughter-in-laws now, Orpha and Ruth, in a not-so-good-in-a-bad way. Culture and custom at that time, you know, ladies, there wasn't a corporate America to go to. Are you listening? It wasn't the same for women then as it is now. And so this left them, uh, you know, in a precarious situation where they would soon, uh, they were not only destitute, but they would become desperate enough where they would even have to sell them own selves as slaves in order to just survive. You know, you were made for more than that, weren't you? No longer slaves. If Jesus be Lord. In the kingdom you're no longer slaves but sons and daughters. You're no longer slaves to fear. You have a faithful father. And, we, and the just live by faith. Because he said so. I mean, he expects to be believed. He loves to be trusted. He must be trusted. But you have full rights and privileges as a son or daughter. Why are you living in less than what he gave you? Why are you, why are you settling for, better get that sorted out now, see? See, because if, if, if God is not your portion, your main portion, I'll tell you, anything else that you substitute for him will never satisfy you. Never fulfill you. I don't care how. You put your money in a bag with holes in it. You'll live a life where it just blows in, blows up, blows away. And you'll be still. You'll eat and you'll never. You'll, you'll eat and you'll never be full. You'll drink and you'll never. And you'll still be thirsty. That's what the Bible says. Why? Because, because he's not first. His purpose is not your purpose. We build in our own house rather than. Tend into his house. And what is his house? You're it. You're the house. Amen. Be in the church. Be in the habitation of God. Before you could be the manifestation of God. You got to get full. Before you can overflow. I need to move along here. Anyway. Uh, we need to realize that. You know. Our choices and decisions. Have consequences. Not only for ourselves, but for those that are in the bus, in the ride along for the ride with you, those that are in your life, 
Not by accident, but by on purpose. God could have set you down in any time in history, any place he wanted to. But here you are. Don't curse it. Let it be a blessing. Amen. God formed a man and a woman, a man, and then he placed him in the garden. God has a place for you. Better get it sorted out and settled where your place is. And be there. And be there. I said and be there. You want to be the right person at the right place at the right time so right things can happen for you. What is the biggest right thing? God's handing out seeds every day. Father's giving seeds to the faithful every day. Amen. I daily take my stand. I'm gonna find you. Gonna find me at your gate, waiting to see what you'll say. Because wisdom is is in you. Wisdom comes from your mouth. My ears are attentive. I'm looking for your face, not your hand. I'm looking for your face because I need to hear what you got to say. Because what you say is what you'll always do. Well. One day, Naomi made a decision and headed in direction. You know, decisions determine directions. If you don't like where you are, back up and find out where you decided to go that way rather than maybe there's a a better way. Maybe God has a greater way for you. If you don't like where you are, make a decision, go in a different direction. Amen. Uh, You know, I overate a little bit at... um, and we don't do that. I mean, just, you know, can't do like we used to do when we used to do like we did. <laughs> Seemed like a good idea, you know. I mean, I put all that stuff on my plate, and uh, uh, and really it was, you know. You, it problem is you don't know it's too much till afterwards. Yeah. You just kind of swell up on you. You know what I'm saying? I... <laughs> Ate some ham, made me thirsty, drank a lot of water. I thought, oh, Lord, that's not a good combination right there now. But anyway, uh, Sandy, is compa- she's a compassionate woman, always kind and gentle. I said, man, I think I overate. She goes, well, nobody filled your plate but you. Thank you for your concern. I could have said, you know, that woman, God, you gave me, she cooked it. She cooked all that. No, we got to, you choose your portion, amen. (laughs) I don't know why we went over there, but it was good anyway. One day, Naomi made a decision. She headed in direction. When she heard that God was at work, she headed to where God was working. Headed towards God. And her two daughters-in-law followed her after a short while. The Bible says after a short while. You know, a lot of people start out, but after a short while, we always come to the place where the intersection of go back or go forward. And so Naomi, a wise woman, you know, stopped and said, Now listen, you know, y'all are following me. There's nothing. I don't have anything to give you, but all I know is I've got to go towards God. I got to get back to where I left God. And she told him, Go back to your people and to your gods. And one of them, Orpha, kissed her and left 
her was never heard from or of again. You know, in your life you'll have kissers and cleavers. Ruth was a cleaver, Orpha was a kisser. The kissers will leave you, but Ruth said, I, I'm not going to leave you. Don't ask me to leave you. Quit talking about me leaving you. Where you go, I go. Where you stay, I stay. Your God's going to be my God. Your people's going to be my people. I'm talking about where you die and are buried. That's where I die and I'm buried. Now, now I understand. I understand, you know, I mean, that sometimes things just don't work out. But, you know, uh, God things do. I say God things do. I say God things do. At some point in time, you have to determine in your life, you know, I've had enough leaving and losing in my life. I'm a stayer. I'm going to be an obeyer and I'm going to be a stayer. And this and, and losing is no longer an option for me. Because if I'm going to follow the one who is glorious and victorious, he always leads me in victory, always causes me to triumph. Always. Everybody say always. What part of always? No matter what the way, I, I, and always, he always leads me in victory. Always causes me to triumph. How many get some situations in your life that losing is not an option? You're done with the leavings and you're done with the losings. Now, if you're going to be one, just go on ahead and be a good one. If you're going to be a Christian, be a real one. If you're going to be one, be that kind of one. Because I do not see a dead Jesus hanging on a tree. Though he did that. I do not see a dead Jesus buried in a hole somewhere. Are you listening? And left there. I see a victorious and glorious mighty God that death could not hold him because it couldn't hold him. I'm with him and it's not going to hold. I'm done with the losing and the leaving. Let the kissers leave. Leave, but let the cleavers come to me. Because you'll attract what you are. Oh, my goodness. You know, they got to where they were going uh, after this go back or go forward intersection. They, and, you know, there's always in with God, when you're moving towards God, you always have the option. You know, even the Lord will tell you, go on back. Elijah told Elisha, stay here. He said, not on your life. I'm not just following, I'm following through. I'm not just going to follow. And three times he told him. He said, "Go, stay here. I'm going so-and-so, but you stay here. You know, God will say, I'm going so-and-so, but you stay here. And you can stay there. There's always a good place. But you know, God's always going somewhere. Isn't he? Oh, we don't got time to preach on that, but you know what I'm saying. Anyway, they got to where they were going, this Ruth and Naomi. They got back to where God was blessing. And the Bible then goes, here's a, you know, it started out, you know, uh, uh, there was a day. And then one day Naomi got herself together and left that uh, place. And then one day in the new place, Ruth went out to the fields to work. And she encountered a man named Boaz. It turned out Boaz was a kinsman redeemer for Naomi's family. And you know, things begin to turn around for Naomi and for Ruth. They're now in the right place and the right time and the right things, good things, God things begin to happen for thee. If the God things, good things, right things are not happening for you, you might want to try getting in the God place with the God folks. 
where God has wanted you to be. You can't just do any old thing, any old way, any old where, any old how you want to. And it work out the way God wants it to. You got to choose God's will and God's way. Which a lot of times does not make sense to the natural. It cuts cross grain of the natural man who, who, remember, who has fallen down into the curse of, I can do this. I can make it on my own. I really, it'd be helpful if God could help me, but even if he don't, I will still. <laughs> no, honey. You know, you can make some headway, but you know, you're going to be banging that head up against the, the narrow hallways, that you know, I mean, and find dead end after dead end after dead end after be done with dead things. Let's get alive with God. Let's live life together with God. It's so much better His way, isn't it? Uh, yeah. You know, a lot of times, well, you know, I'll tell you what. It's the devil's, it's the devil's deal. It's always the devil. The temptation, you know. Well, God really say, after all. Now, let's, let's look at this now. See? You know, here you are trying to serve. Well, there's our, there's our mistake right there. Now, we're not trying to serve God. We've decided to follow Jesus. Losing, and that is not an option. We're going to do the will of God. Even if we don't get it right, we're still going to be... We're still going to be trying to you know find well if that didn't work what does isn't that right I mean that's throughout the Bible I don't have time to go into all, all of that but in chapter 3 you know what you know you got to follow but you also have to be a person that follows through I know lots of uh, I have seen hearts open and I've seen hearts close I've seen hearts soften, and I've seen hearts harden. I've seen people start and stop. Get off and never come back. Now, will they be in heaven? You know, some will. Maybe some won't. I don't know. That's between them and God. But I'm going to tell you what now, you know. uh, It'll be there... They'd be there with less than what they should have had, should have been, should have done. Every man's work will be tried by fire. And some of it's going to be gold, some of it's going to be silver, some of it's going to be wood, hay, and stubble. Yet they'll be saved. I'm just going to go for the gold, how about you? And the gold's not the measurement. You know, men wouldn't know the difference between gold and a, you know, uh, and a pea stone in a puddle. God didn't tell us. What is gold? I'm living my life for the will and the way and the glory of God. And I can just be like Abraham if I only get one son. I believe that from that one, all the others will come. I believe that I'm never in a small place when I got a big God. I don't believe that God is limited to my, just my little thing. Because when I give my little to God, He can do much with it. And I'm going to leave the results of that. It seemed like such a little thing to obey God. No, 
It seemed like a little thing for one day for Naomi to make that decision, for one day for Ruth to make the decision, for, you know, to come to this day, uh, you know, in chapter 3, where it says one day Naomi and Ruth got together and they took a risk and made a move. You know, faith is taking a risk with God. That's not, it's not way far out there. I mean, she... You know, the, the culture and the custom and the will and the way of God was that if you were a person that was in trouble, there was a kinsman redeemer. And so they put two plus two together and figured out this is the direction that we need to move in. This is the way. But it was still a risk of faith because other people were involved. They didn't know what Boaz was going to do. You know, you don't always get to know every detail what God's going to do, but you have evidence around, you know, Boaz was an honorable man, a worshiper and a witness of God. He also was the kinsman redeemed, a covenant-keeping man. Covenant doesn't mean much today at all, but it should to the people of God. Covenant is I keep it or I die. I die keeping it, but I keep it. I keep covenant with God. The devil says, I'm going to kill you. You say, well, if you did, I have a covenant that says, you know, uh, now I don't believe you can. You don't have that kind of power over me. See, I I have faith as I already told me. I'm going to live long and be well satisfied, full, ripe old age, and God's going to show me the fullness of his salvation. But let me just let you in on a little secret. If the worst that could happen, that's the only thing you could do. If I'm a greasy spot in the middle of the road, (laughs) I'm in heaven. You already done lost that one, son, a long time ago. That argument had been settled when I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back. You ought to sing some of them songs now instead of, you know, oh, you know, uh, fluff and buff and ain't enough. Hmm? Tickles the ears and the flesh. But anything that requires any, anything of me, well, moving right along. But, uh, oh, you know, we we got to make strong Christians here. Amen. If you're going to be a Christian, be a real one. Be one that makes it. Be a witness and a, a worshiper of God and a witness for God that not only can He get you, God can keep you. God can get you all the way through. And you won't be the same when where you started from. You're going to increase along the way. He's going to give you some people for your life. You're going to have somebody to show. Not just something to show on earth, but somebody to show in heaven that they're there because you were faithful to the one who is faithful to us. Amen? Just You, you know, this your, your thing, when it's worship, it's a witness, and God uses that. You don't know what God can do with and through and by you. A lot of stuff you'll never know. Till you get there. Nine out of ten, nobody will tell you. Are you listening? Every once in a while, one will come back and say, Thank you, I tell you, God used that. <laughs> it made a difference in my life. Hallelujah. Your odds just went up exponentially. Amen. We take it by faith, don't we? That someday. My little dad would do you here in Alexander City, Passion Church in Alexander City, in just a little offering that I had to believe God for. 
that I gave everything I am and what I do and all that, but I didn't do it just for bread for eating. I did it for seed for sowing. And someday somebody far away, far from now, of a different race or creed or color is going to be there because my little dad went all the way around the world and God multiplied it and God gave me people for my life because I believed him for it. Come on now, that ought to get you up out of bed in the morning, keep you going all day long and strong, and lay you down that night believing, are you listening, God, I'm trusting you. It makes a difference what I do and who I am and what I have for the kingdom of God. Man, I'm preacher. So they took a risk. They made a move in keeping with the culture and the customs of the times. Ruth asked Boaz to, in essence, girls, Ruth asked Boaz to marry her. But it's not like you think. But that's what she said. What she was saying, you're, I love this. She had a revelation. She said, you are my kinsman redeemer. And you can if you will. Now take me under the shelter of your wing. And I listen, be responsible. The Bible says he was a wealthy, rich, honorable, prominent man. So he could. He was a covenant man. So he had the ability to do it. He accepted the responsibility, responded by this, that, he, that, that wealth is a worship as a kinsman redeemer. He knew that he should, but let me listen to his heart. He said, I'll do it. He had a heart to do it. I said he had a heart to do it. Many people stumble over the devil and says, you know, God can, but will he? God can, but will he? Let me tell you, God's got the heart to do it. He's got the hand and the means to do it, but he's also got the heart. He already did it, didn't he, in sending Jesus. The best he had. He did not withhold the very best he had. His greatest seed that he'd get the harvest of you. Because he esteemed you even greater than his own son. So he says, oh, I wish that God thought of me like he thought. He thought of you more than his own son. More than his own self. He thinks about you. How highly. No wonder David said. No wonder John exclaimed. Are you listening? Those that lean that have after the heart of God said, who in the world are we? That you would put... Your love on us that we should be called the children of God. And I'll tell you what now, God doesn't see him seeing it. Jesus said this, I got sheep here, but I got other sheep also. He said, I've got sons, but some are wayward right now. I'm laying claim to them, even if they don't claim me. I created them. They're mine. Man is mine. Man don't belong to the devil. He's a thief and a robber and a killer and a, and a murderer and a liar. It'll make you a slave. But the Lord gives us the liberty of sons and daughters to choose. Amen. Frees us, freed us by the power of it, redeemed us. The Bible says not with silver or gold. I remember being in Israel and, and there was an American rabbi and they were given a, a, who had moved over there and he was a rabbi and he was given a talk and he said, you know, he said people misunderstand. He said for us the perspective of wealth in the world, he goes, it's blood money. He goes, we have a mandate to, to be rich. To use the wealth of this world, he goes, to, 
to buy back our brothers and sisters. To get them out of the nations of the world. To give them an opportunity to come home to Israel. To be the Jew they were created to be. He goes, for us it's blood money. I never forgot that. That's a master key to wealth and prosperity right there when you get the right perspective of it. What's he saying? It's people for our life. Kinsmen redeemers. I like this. Boaz responds. She said, she said you, you have the responsibility. You also have the right. And I mean, he didn't hesitate. He said, I'll do it. I'll do it. Let me give you his exact words. Boaz says, I'll do all that you could want or ask. Now, this is Jesus. He said, I'll do it. Didn't he do it? Didn't he? Yes, he did. So, yes, he can. If you've been wondering whether or not God can, I'll tell you he can because he did. He showed that he wanted to. He still wants you. I don't care whether you wanted him at all. He still wants you. He did all that for you. There's no time limit on it. The time limit is this. Today, if you hear his voice, don't harden your heart. Today, now is the time of salvation. Boaz said, I'll do all you could want or ask. I'll do it. And listen, aren't we here? Can you move forward through time and see that Boaz is a picture of Jesus? Here's Jesus in the garden wrestling over this thing. Not whether or not he was going to, whether or not he, he said before the foundations of the world, the, the Father said, we got to have a savior we're going to have to have a sacrifice we're going to have to have a unblemished spotless lamb we're going to have to this is what's going to happen i'm going to show you i've got to have somebody and jesus said i'll do it i'll do it well when he got under pressure in the garden what did he say i'll still do it I will do it. Not my will, but your will be done. God give us some people that are stayers and obeyers that when the pressure gets on, when it really matters, when there are other folks on the line, whether or not on the other side of your choice, whether you will or not, you say, I'll do it. I'll advance the gospel in the nations of this world. I'll lay down my life for the glory of God. I will walk in the things that God's called me to walk in because I know he's going to give me people for his life. You can have all the wants and don'ts. I got no time for them. You understand? We'll get all that sorted and settled out. God's sorting it out and settling it out right now. I call, are you listening? I get up every day and look towards heaven because I want to. I am going to be one who will. The longest day I live in the last breath and the last heartbeat. Let it say, God, I'll do it. I'll be doing it till then. Hallelujah. Oh, in the last days there will be great falling away. A thousand may fall at my side. Ten thousand at the other side. But that kind of unwillingness and disobedience and rebellion will never come near me. I have decided no matter what comes, I'm following Jesus all the way through. I'm going to be obeying Him. If you're looking for Him, you're going to find me there with Him, doing life together with Him. Full to the overflow. Just bump us a little bit. 
And I'll tell you that's not the right way. You can go the world's way if you want to. A lot of folk, I'm done with church. I'm not done with God. Well, I didn't say I was done with God. If you're done with church, you're done with God. You understand what I'm saying? You can do church in your own measure, however you want to, but you need to understand what I'm saying. Jesus said he'll build his church. Oh, I felt that. <laughs> I don't like that, preacher. No, babies don't like me. Babies don't like stuff like that. Flesh people don't like stuff like that. Are you listening? You know? You can say, I'm done with Sandy. Well, you're done with me too. Because we're together. We're one. You can't separate us. If you, if you say, well, you know, you can come but leave Sandy home. That's like saying, Jesus, I love you, but I'm not going to do church. Whoa. Whoa. Amen. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm hearing Moses right now. Y'all back away from them tents. Get, 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 get away from there now. Get off, get away from get away from that kind of stuff. Don't let that get don't get near that now. There's something gonna happen over there that you don't want to be a part of. Amen. Oh, honey, but in the days, you know, if the first crowd that said, you know, got a, all the excuses, there's coming, there's coming a beating of the bushes, a sorting and a settling in the, uh, in the second invitation here. And there's, some gen- there's a generation living in the earth right now that they're going to want to find out what God's doing. They're gonna, they need what God's doing. They hadn't, they hadn't even so much as heard there is a God, but there is one. Amen. And you who are born in the heat of the day, don't get mad because they get in on all the good stuff. <laughs> the Lord's generous, isn't he? So anyway, here we are. We've got to finish this because, I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Reading the red numbers, they say you better hurry. <laughs> I like that song. I changed the word because and I read the red the red letters. The ground began to shake. <laughs> Ooh, glory to God. I, I'm sorry, I don't you know, I know that might be a little too religious for you, but it's okay. See, it's all right, you know. Amen. You know. Uh, I know you're more comfortable with fools dancing, you know, and falling down drunk at the honky-tonk. And gunshots in the neighborhood at the crack house. I understand that, all right? But let me just tell you. See, you can get used to this too. (laughs) This might be strange from where you come from, but that's all right. It was for me too. But I'm going to tell you, the red letters are a lot better. This kind of ground shaking stuff is a lot better than all that other stuff. Amen. Let's let's look uh, and conclude this. You know, from once upon a time, a man to one day, a woman, Naomi, to one day. Now we're over here with Ruth. And they're having that uh, conversation. And she, uh, after this encounter where... Ruth asked Boaz to marry her. Uh, uh, She went back and reported everything that had happened to Naomi. And Naomi said this, now you just sit back and wait. Let's see how things turn out. 
And she said, that man, Boaz, let me say that this, that man, Jesus, isn't going to fool around. Mark my words, he's going to get everything wrapped up today. I'm glad we went from back in the day to one day and then another day, but now we're here at today. And I'm telling you, today's the day. The Bible says today's the day of salvation, deliverance, rescue, God's help, God's grace, redemption. Chapter 4, Boaz as the kinsman redeemer, which was his highest calling. God's grace, God's help, God's redeemer. Said he went straight to the public square and took his place. Let me tell you this Jesus, this the kinsman redeemer, he took his place, didn't he? Born of a virgin. Came to us when we couldn't come to him. Had a supernatural, miraculous birth. Grew up among us. Among us. Emmanuel, God with us. But he grew up among us. Lived a life. Subject to like passions and temptation and test and trial, the Bible says, as we are, became our high priest because yet he was without sin. He told the Father he would do it and he did it and he became the teacher, the teacher, the preacher and showed us the Father through wonderful words and works and marvelous miracles and mighty acts of love and compassion. Yes, he did, he took his place and you know he went on further and took our place didn't he willingly died on a cross so that we could live he was buried and withstood paid in full all the punishment all the penalty for the sins of the world once and for all you know the story of Ruth is really our story hers and then ours and maybe today it could be yours He said that whosoever would believe on him, that what he did and what he still does should not perish but have everlasting life. As Boaz that day stepped in and stepped up and publicly displayed his love and his commitment to God's will and God's way and to Ruth. You know, Jesus this day the one that we call today, is stepping in and stepping up in your life. He's promising, I'll do it. I can and I will. I'll do everything you'll ever ask or want. I am the one that can and that will give you a happy ever after if you'll do life together with me. Pastor Ron's going to come. Let me ask you today, will you? Today? This is the one. Everything before comes to where we are right now, doesn't it? You can tell the Spirit of God who's been hovering all this time waiting for the word, has what he needs, has this word to work in your life, right here and right now. And I'll tell you, 
He's not fooling around. He's going to get everything wrapped up today. Let's pray this simple prayer. You know, we, like Ruth, we, we let him know we're available. God, I know you can, but will you? Will you have me? The Bible says no one that comes to him will he ever turn away. No one that comes to him and takes that risk of faith. Steps over all of the others that are broken faith. Have not done. We found out they cannot do what only God can do. We take the risk of faith, pray a simple prayer, and we're wholehearted in it. Simply, Jesus, if you'll have me, here I am. You said that you have forgiven me of all. You promise to take out the hard, stony heart and replace it with a heart that's soft and sensitive and responsive to God, alive and awake to His will and His way. You said, Yes, I will. I'll do it. Let's pray this prayer today. Jesus, you are the Redeemer. Now be my Redeemer. Redeem me right now. I come to you with all my heart. I come into my heart and give me the new life. That life of happy ever after. Together. Forever with you. Amen. Amen means so be it. We take that by faith, don't we? There's no greater miracle than what just happened to you, my friend. No greater thing. You'll spend the rest of forever finding out what happened in this miraculous moment together with God. Oh, it may seem like such a small beginning, but I can assure you, as the Bible says, with your latter end, will be so greatly increased. Because this God that you've heard about, you will come to know intimately and personally as your very own. Your Father your friend all that he is all that he has all that he can do you'll find out when he said I'll do it you spend the rest of your existence the entire existence from here throughout eternity of him keeping his word of Him showing you His salvation, unfolding grace 
upon grace after grace. And we'll spend the rest of forever in wonder and awe saying, God, I never knew. Like Job, I, I thought I did. But now in this encounter and experience with you, I know you are who you say you are. You'll do what you say you'll do. And I thank you for it. Listen, God bless you. God bless you. Keep you. May your days be filled with his face turned towards you. May you hear his words and see his smile experience this extravagant love that he has for you and may you be finally at rest have peace as he puts you on your feet and puts you back together again the right way in Jesus name till the next time if we can help you in any way I want you to let us know We bless you in the name of the Lord. Amen. Well, thank you for your time and attention today. I know we've entered into the holiday uh, season. Here, the end is always better than the beginning of a thing don't let it go let it grow because there's still some harvest yet for you between here and December the 31st and we're excited about what God is doing uh, what God is going to do in 2022 and God will end uh, the year for you on a high night on a high note even if you're in the lowest place There's a Savior who will reach way, way down if he has to. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.